Stoveleg Media, igniting conversation. The last letter to be added to the alphabet is the letter J. This is the fact off. We're back, back in the fact off goof. We're back, fine. Back in the fact off goof. Welcome to the fact off. I'm your host Alex, and with me as always is the lovely and talented me, Alex, and my co-host Pat and Mike. Hey. Hello, everyone. I like you always say lovely and talented and then pause to decide who you're going to call lovely and talented. Yeah, well, you guys aren't you guys aren't feeling it today. You guys are neither lovely or talented tonight. Not very I nice. said it. <laughs> no, I'm saying that. From now on, I'm calling it, telling it like it is. Yeah, and we're we're a little bit late this week, and we missed last week because, uh, you know, I was sick. So each one of us has had a sick break. It's true. For the last like few, it's been me, but I'm just happy it's not me anymore. We we might need to get healthier, guys, because out of 18 episodes, all three <laughs> of us have been sick. That's that's not good. It's flu season or it's, sick season. I think None there's some sort the of like pandemic or something going around. I don't know. That's true. And Mike will ref- will refuse to stop going to makeout parties. <laughs> yeah. Well, so. that's also true. But yeah, may, maybe we should just. Uh, well, who cares about getting healthier? We'll, we'll be fine. Yeah, <laughs> or, or we'll die trying. Yeah, we're either going to die or get healthier. It's up to you, the listener, to decide. So <laughs> vote on Fact Off Podcast. <laughs> Do you want us to get healthier or die? I don't uh, think we want to know the answers. <laughs> yeah, the most votes see, ever for die. <laughs> seeing how the listenership's going, uh, I feel like they just want us to die. Hey, that's not the. <laughs> No, the you people who are about. hardcore fans would want us to live, right? <laughs> That's true. All our international fans. Oh, uh, family members? Yes. I think. My I don't wife even think they listen. <laughs> my wife might want me dead, so. I believe it. Maybe. Yeah. Get that sweet, sweet insurance. I did see a Craigslist <laughs> post looking to kill a man in your area, so. Really? <laughs> Yeah, How much I almost took him up on it too. It was like uh, fifty dollars, so I'm like, yeah, that's a pretty good payment. Sad. That would be overpaying to kill me. Pretty cheap. Just I'll yeah. just do it myself. <laughs> um, All right, yeah, we're to get into it. Welcome to Fact Off. You know, each week we bring a random next score fact, and you, the listener, decide on who the winner is. Last week winner was Mike. I doubt Mike has a victory fact. Well, yeah, my victory fact is Coca-Cola Zero <laughs> Sugars, pretty good. Is it? I've been moving. I moved on to Cola O, and I like it better than Coca Coca-Cola Zero Sugar. Probably because it's too many syllables for you to say. <laughs> Probably, Cola O is Kroger's brand soda. Ah, uh, that all sounds terrible. <laughs> it does. It's terrible. It's the the uh, answer to Coke Zero. The only soda we have in our house is caffeine-free Diet Coke. <laughs> That's depressing. I mean, you get used to it, like everything. That's true. I would be fine if they just took caffeine out of all the soda. Like, I drink soda for the taste. I don't really care for the caffeine that much. So, But for some reason, the uncaffeinated one tastes not as good as the caffeinated one. So I don't know caffeine why. Caffeine has the flavor. That's what I was true. wondering. Does caffeine have flavor? Yeah, look at all the great stuff that have caffeine in it. Coffee tastes great. Mm-hmm. Soda tastes great. Stuff that doesn't taste good doesn't have caffeine in it. Water. Yep. Milk. Other stuff. Milk tastes good. 
Nah, milk sucks. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Big anti-milk podcast. It is. Yeah, I know. It truly is. Hey, Pat, do you have your facts for this week? Yeah, Pat's five My facts, facts? Five facts, fives. So I actually got to choose from a whole bunch of facts. These are the, Now, we've been saying that the fast facts have not been pretty that good. These five are rock star facts. You ready? All right. First up, did you know that <laughs> the <laughs> everyone's asleep but the I snow okay. oh my god can i get my facts out can i finish okay all right the snow in wizard yeah, i was just saying i was okay <laughs> like i was ready for him and then you're like hey, where's your excitement all right so the snow have you heard of this wizard of oz movie yes and snow is actually asbestos uh, that's not good yeah, that's what puts them. To, that's what wakes them up. You're like, oh, we better get out of here. Um, have you ever heard of uh, a lot of movie related stuff this week? Have you ever heard of uh, the Titanic movie? It's called Titanic with Leo. Yep. Now you know that famous scene that you really liked of the young man where uh, Leo drew that charcoal picture of Kate Winslet. No, I like the scene when they're standing on the front of the boat. No, the the charcoal one is far superior. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> I kind of like the hand on the windshield. You're like, ooh, that's implying something, and I was too young to know. I knew what it yeah, was. I don't want to the charcoal one, I think it was on the second VHS, probably. <laughs> yeah. Uh, James Cameron drew that picture of Kate nice. Winslet. Yeah. Can you imagine like, walking on set and be like, hey, guess what I drew? <laughs> Where'd you get that picture from? Um, this one for the, our history buffs out there. William McKinley Mike. was shot right after giving away his good luck charm. Yeah, what was it? Good luck, Joe. A red carnation. Ooh, actually had follow-up fact on that one. I was going to guess a gun. <laughs> he gave away his gun, and then they shot him with the gun. <laughs> I gave away my bulletproof vest. <laughs> yeah. Um, I thought this one was interesting. Did you know that a giraffe can go longer without water than a camel? Explain how. Oh, I don't know. There's no follow-ups to these. <laughs> these are fast facts, not in-depth facts. Yeah. He's not a scientist. Yeah, Yet. I'm not a giraffe. And then finally, guess what the first CD pressed in the USA was? Uh, back in the USSR by the Beatles. Mm, close. It's Born in the USA by Bruce Springsteen. I was actually going to say that, too. I was thinking that in the back of my head. Yeah, I thought, yeah, I was, I thought, that I was, thought cool I was the boss, and I was, I was going to say it. It was like a big uh, premiere. That I actually looked up. I was like, this can't be true. And I looked up. It was like a big premiere for like the very first CD. They're like, we pressed board in the USA. So there you go. CDs, CDs catch on? No, they came and went. Was it printed in China, though? The born, born in the USA CD? <laughs> yeah, it's made in China. Everything's made in China. You think Vetro CDs come back? Or is it just records? No, it's just no, vinyls. No, there's right? actually been people talking about bringing CDs back because it has superior audio than, like, the streaming services. And then that, that thing, thing Amazon keeps trying to push when I go to Amazon Music, it's like, get the special super listening for audio files. I don't know what it and, is about Amazon and their app making ability, but like almost every single Amazon app is like the worst application I have ever used in my entire life. Amazon does one thing well, and that's deliver packages. Everything they else they do is a shitty versions of other products. Pretty much. Hey, this podcast is a shitty version of other podcasts. <laughs> yeah, but this podcast has Mike on it. What more do you want? It's true. Yeah. We do got Mike. 
Yeah. All right, so there are your five Gold facts star. for the week. Uh, I think the worst fact was the Wizard of Oz one. What? It's asbestos. That's pretty cool. That's pretty interesting, actually. I thought all these were winners. Yeah, I'd say the Titanic one. I think that's the creepiest one. That's got to be the, the worst fact of the week. Yeah, I, I'd vote for Titanic just because why Why is Jam, James Cameron sitting there painting or whatever he's doing? I heard he's like a perfectionist and stuff. Like he will take over doing like certain jobs. On like he sat set. there for an hour with her naked. He's like, just, took just hold up, forever. hold up. Let me try it again. <laughs> you know how hard it is to draw a nipple? It's impossible. Yeah. Right. Must have been in that bad because isn't she in the new Avatar movie? Yeah. She might be in Avatar 3. I don't know. I know she had to hold her breath for like 10 minutes or something. Yeah, who hasn't? I was holding my breath the whole time watching the first Avatar. <laughs> like Until you turn blue? Oh, blue. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's get into our... That was our Fast Facts. Thank you for listening, everyone. Uh, Mike, winner of the week? Pick the auto, Mike. All right, uh, first one up. Pat, just knock it, knock it out of here. Pat, Pat's <laughs> our strongest player these days. Um Sorry, yeah, I guess my fact. This is it's going to be very similar. Yeah, that's the thing. To... <laughs> the annoying thing is I can't hate Pat because I can't hate the player. I do hate the game though. I <laughs> I love that this podcast just turned into you just talking over me whenever I try to start talking. <laughs> hey, I want to get at what I'm saying. He's getting in your head. That's his goal. He's getting in that cranium of yours. Hey, listeners out there, Alex has not received a vote in like five episodes, so please just throw him a bone. Let's all vote for Alex this week. Nope, don't vote for me out of pity. My fact, my fact this week is pretty damn good. All right, so can I get in? Can I start? Hold on, Alex is picking his nose. Let's wait <laughs> for him to get ready. <laughs> Proceed. All right, so I thought this was pretty neat. Uh, my wife, the other day, I was like, I need a fact. This was before I knew we were going on like a week and a half hiatus. <laughs> But I said, I need a fact. <laughs> and the and, fact she said was, the fact is, you a bitch. <laughs> it's true. So this week's fact is about, all about how I'm a bitch. <laughs> uh, no, she said um, that ladybugs uh, bleed, like, out of their knees to scare away predators. They, like, That's force themselves, like, yeah, they bleed out of their, like, kneecaps. And it's, like, this, like, weird poisonous blood um, to get rid of... Uh, predators and what happened was it, it led me down a rabbit hole of like cool animal like defense mechanisms because ours is just like what fight or flight uh you can pee on somebody yeah like uh i know some people you can pee on somebody as your <laughs> defense mechanism yeah stick them up uh <laughs> so i looked up some cool animal uh defense mechanism these were my favorite ones you guys ready for another list i know we just went through a list of five things this is uh pat's Side facts. This is the episode where Pat just lists a bunch of facts. That's called the fact of. All right, so first up. It's called desperation. I'll start off with like a, a nice like chill one. So the dinosaur butterfly larvae, what they do is they transform into snakes to scare away other animals. They like flip over and like the outside of them look like the head of a snake. It's pretty cool. I would have to see a picture. You can look it up. <laughs> yes, for the folks at home. Pat's holding a picture up right now. <laughs> yeah, just Google it. You know what a steak looks like. Just be like, oh. All right. Then you have the Texas horned lizards. They shoot blood from their eyes 
up to four yeah. feet at the uh, at the predator. Damn. Four yeah. feet? But uh, apparently, and I read this was like so snarky, they're like, their latest predator uh, doesn't seem affected by it, and it's really hurting the numbers. You know who the latest predator is? Man. Man. Yeah. Yeah, I, yeah don't, take that. I don't know why you'd be affected by it. Like it. Well, unless you are like wearing a fancy shirt and you don't want to get stains on your shirt, then that's a good defense mechanism. Blood at, blood at your fancy shirt, you'd probably like back away. That's why all those animals that have fancy shirts don't mess with the Texas horned lizard. So I wouldn't mind it because if it's after Labor Day, I wouldn't be wearing white. But if before then, I, w- yeah. I wouldn't want to be that. If you're right. wearing crimson, you're okay. You could you could <laughs> grab as many horny lizards as you like. <laughs> Get that horny lizard. You're squirting his blood all over me. All right, I only got three more, so I'd pick five for to stay in line. All right, the Iberian ribbed newt. So this is like a okay. little. Have you ever heard of that one? Yep. It's like a regular little newt, and it, what it does is it pushes its ribs through its back, and on the tips of the ribs is like little like uh, milky substance that's like poisonous to like uh, other animals. And then when they're gone, they just retract their ribs in their body, and their skin heals up. Hmm. They're like Wolverine. Yeah, that was. I thought that was a cool one. Um, this one's fun. This one's for the ladies out there. Ooh, the uh, pygmy sperm whale creates clouds of poo. It excretes yeah, well, it. <laughs> clouds of poo. Like how this is poo is a solid. How does it become a cloud? So this is what they. Uh, this is the word that the website used. Uh, they excrete a sort of anal syrup. And then and then they Hershey's? <laughs> yep, and then they flap their fins and tail to create a dark cloud that shrouds their predators and allows them to escape. So when you said pee on them earlier, you're not far off. That's true. No. They say I'm uh, part whale, so you know. Yep, I'm saying your nickname when we worked together was sperm whale. How many other uh, bodily fluids? So we already did blood, poop, um, poison. That's the one bodily fluid that we always forget yes, about. Yes, we all poison. have the poison bodily <laughs> fluid. You gotta, you gotta get that poison out of you. And then finally, the northern fulmars, it's like a bird, trap their predators with their vomit. So they they throw up on them, and it's so sticky that the uh, other birds, they can't flap their wings and fly. So then they just peace out. Yeah. I don't like that. It sounds yeah. like a cartoon character or something like that. And then, all right, so going back to humans... We sort of, like, lost out on, like, the evolutionary, like, cool things for survival. What do we think? Yeah, we think better than other animals? Like, that's lame. No. I want to shoot blood out of my eyes. We're also bigger than a lot of the animals that are... Yeah. And Also, without our brain, we want to figure out what these other animals are doing. That's true. (laughs) All right, you win, human. Mankind. Taste. So there you go. Animal Kingdom. So that's a boring I, comeback. <laughs> uh, I don't have a name for this fact. I was hoping Alex would come up with a name for this. Um, family Fun Facts About Animals with Pat. <laughs> there you go. Please vote for Family Fun Facts About Animals with Pat. I still, I, no, or can we just call it Anal Syrup? Uh, nope. It'll get people to just click on it. <laughs> yeah, we'll call it Anal Syrup. Yeah, Anal Syrup has a... Oh, I'm not saying that. 
or bloodshot eyes, anal syrup and bloodshot eyes. Bloodshot thighs? Yes, bloodshot thighs. You know that thing I didn't talk about at all? <laughs> yeah. Hey, Mike, you want to go next or last? Yeah, I'll just go next. All right. Saving the best fact for last. Yeah, I mean, you you are <laughs> raring to go, so we're just going to wait wait for you um, a little bit. Uh, so, back before the pandemic run, 2018, 2019, uh, do, you, do you remember, like, do you guys ever buy M and M's or anything like that? Like, like big bags. Two thousand eighteen. Yeah, that was the year of the M M&M. and M. Yeah, the year of the M M&M. and M. But did you notice? Like, I think it was right the, around that time that like a bunch of all, all the M and M's were off the shelf, so you couldn't find them anywhere. They're just hard to find. I don't remember this. It was the big M M&M and M shortage of twenty eighteen. It, it was, and I noticed that when they came back, they just started showing up on the shelves again. They were sitting upright. Like they used to sit like flat on the shelf, and oh. they're just in stacks, and it was just like a bag. It was it was lame. Oh yeah, they got the they got the new bags. Yeah, they like. got the new bags. They were zipper zipper bags. They sat upright. They stood up, and they're on display, easy to see. Uh, easy. I don't to... want my I don't want my candy to have better posture than I do. That's <laughs> <laughs> true. Also, uh, with these zip ziploc bags for like the M and M's, I feel like you're going through the bag a lot faster too, because you're just like. It's really easy access. You can just pop it open. It's true. But I thought it was a kind of like interesting con, not interesting con because Ziploc bags have been around for a long time. But like, I'm I'm surprised it took that long to get to to that to to where we were like uh, with the Ziploc candy and stuff. Well, I also think they like packaging just got larger, and they're like, well, let's just give everyone as many M and M's as they possibly can have. Because like when you're a kid, you just buy like that one. One little pack, you'd eat the whole thing, and then you'd be done. Now you can get like enough M and M's for an army. Yeah, I know. They they make the massive bag with the Ziploc too, like that's like a five pound bag or something ridiculous like that. Um, but yeah, just this the simple change of changing it from like the non Ziploc bag to a Ziploc bag boosted the sales by seven percent. Seven just- or seventy. Seven percent. Seventy percent would be astronomical. That's I think I any business getting seventy percent sales boost would be uh, insane. That'd be all over. We're about the to news. put this podcast in a Ziploc bag. Yeah, we better. Um, but yeah, I, I've always thought this. <laughs> Zip- it might be better. <laughs> I always thought that it was just an obvious packaging feature. Um, so I, I wanted to look into it and like see like how did we even come across like this technology, the Zippy Lock Bag. Um, and, uh, it goes all the way back to, uh, an interesting story in the 1960s. So Columbia records, uh, back when they had records and people bought those in droves, they decided they wanted to, at some point, look into getting a new packaging for the records. I don't know why cardboard sleeves aren't cutting it. Cause I think those are pretty sweet. Yeah. They still hold up. Yeah. They still hold up. Um, but somebody wanted to sell them a Ziploc bag instead for the records. And famously, the CEO, I think it was of Columbia Records, when they handed him this new packaging, he like looked at it befuddled and didn't know how to get into it. Like He just was like, uh, I don't know. And he called his receptionist in. And his reception, receptionist like uh, didn't know how to open it either and just kind of 
ripped it open from the side. (laughs) So it's like not, I mean, to us, it's obvious that how Ziploc bags work. But I guess back in the 60s, those weren't, they weren't big enough yet to even like, uh, people just didn't understand. They were also dumb back then. Uh, I mean, that's easy easy to say. I agree with that statement. Yeah, maybe. So all the people from back then are smart now. Yeah, okay. <laughs> well, we went to the mood back then, so. Did we, though? That's true. <laughs> Did we? That's true. That's true. Did we, though? That's true. <laughs> we... <laughs> you guys are going to like my fact then. Okay. <laughs> so, let's go back to, like, because that, that, this, I, I kind of jumped into the middle just telling the story about the Ziploc bags and the Columbia record, just to kind of paint a picture of, like, how some new technology coming out might not be obvious in the outset, like that it's useful and can be a good thing. Um, yeah. So back in the 1950s, uh, Borg Manson developed a oh. pants zipper without teeth. I'm thinking this guy probably zipped up his his uh, member one too many times in the old style zipper, and maybe <laughs> once uh, is too many. <laughs> what? Yeah, once is too many. Exactly. Um, and he probably was like, I need to come up with a better. Uh, idea for the zipper because I don't want to damage myself any any further or wear underwear. Yeah, they come up with the button fly, right? The button fly is the dumbest thing ever invented. That I will agree with you. That's that's so stupid. Like the button fly. I'm just I'm not like quick enough with a button fly to be able to. <laughs> no, no. I feel like you just pee your pants if you had the button fly. And like that's comparing one to one. The zipper is a lot more fun than undoing a button because you can say zip. You can't say unbutton. You can't, you can't no. That's kind of fun. <laughs> I'm, back on, I'm back on on unbu- uh, button flies. Oh, you're back on the button flies. Okay. Side fact about the zipper, though, is if the zipper flap is up, like in the up uh, point, you can pull it up and down. But if it's down, it's locked. So you can't move the zipper up and down if the little flap is down. Really makes sense. Yeah, yeah, because then like I'm a little like hinge I'm try. on it, or like a yeah, it's a little hinge on it. Um, so yeah, so obviously this plastic zipper contraption for pants does not work at all. It's not strong enough. It's not a good idea for pants. And can you even imagine having a plastic zipper on your pants? I, I just checked. My zipper did not unzip when it was still down. So your story checks out. Okay, nice. Well, I mean, I if it did, then it. your zipper would be constantly just falling down. That's so true. That's a pretty incredible technology. Stop there, Mike. You're ahead. So, obviously, the stupid pants zipper idea didn't work. Yeah. But he's going to use this idea for something else. Uh, so, he sold the patent to this family called the Osnitz. And they created, a like, flat vinyl resealable cases um, for, like in, like, binder inserts. So, like... Cool, like uh, it's still like the slide zipper. Like you, you know, you can buy Ziploc bags with the slide zipper. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that was like the original break. zipper idea was just the slide zipper. Um, so they were selling these as like for like classroom supplies and that sort of thing. Um, and it kind of caught on. And then it wasn't until the 1960s where they came up with the actual actually press and seal style bag. Where you can like press on it instead of using an actual like little zipper thing that goes up and down. Um, and I, 
I don't know. I, I like the Preston seal. I think it's pretty good. Um, but my biggest qualm with it, though, is when companies <laughs> cheap out on it. You know what I'm talking about? Like where they could spend a little bit more money on the packaging. But when you open it, the, the actual seal sometimes breaks off the side of the bag and you get a useless Weird. bag. Nothing you ticks me off bag. more than that useless bag garbage that, like, sure, there's a Ziploc there, but it doesn't work, so you have to use, like, a paperclip or something like that. Nothing pisses you off more? Not even murder? No, I don't know. I've asked Mike this before, and he's like, no, those bags make me... <laughs> Want to kill somebody? Well, I mean, <laughs> I experienced zero murder in, in every day-to-day life. Like, I have not come across a murder. I haven't experienced a murder. I haven't murdered anybody. But these bags, I'm constantly not, coming not in good. contact with them. Uh, you, you, your face is going to be so red if you murder somebody. <laughs> And I, I, I mean, murder. She wrote that exists. So that does exist. <laughs> that does it exist. Was <laughs> that your fact? Yes. <laughs> and uh, just to clean it, to clear this up, murder. She wrote does exist. <laughs> but what made these bags not become like super popular all across the globe just yet is because they were very expensive because they had to heat seal the zipper part to the top of the bag. Oh, okay. Um. And then it was like a Japanese company that actually came up with the idea to incorporate the zipper into the bag itself. Nice. Thank you. And they sold it. And guess who purchased the the idea? The whole thing. Lock. Yeah. Yeah. Because that's uh, a name brand, right? Yeah. That's a name brand everybody knows and loves. Um, They actually licensed it out to North America (laughs) For use in like the food food industry, um, and yeah, it was Dow Chemical purchased the rights to sell it in supermarkets, and Ziploc became a brand and was popular by 1973. Yeah, nice. Okay. Give it up for Ziploc, everybody. And people don't call them people just call them Ziploc bags. They don't call them like uh, whatever they call them. There's a bunch of stuff like that, like band aids. Yeah, you know, band aids is a name brand. Yep. Yeah. Uh, iPhones. <laughs> people miss all phones. People don't call all smartphones iPhones, do they? Old people. That's <laughs> people out there. No, like Kleenex and all those. Yeah, there's a whole laundry list of like Clorox. Name them all, Mike. We could just go through. <laughs> all right. We'll just keep naming them until we run out of things to name. I already ran out. I I'm out. Want, all right. Band aid. The end. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's my fact. What's the name of your fact? Ziplock, more like zip lock. Z- mine is zip. my fact is called zip it. Stupid. <gasps> zip it real good. So who's next? Me? Oh, Ziplock baby. Ziplock baby. As you guys know, I like to do seasonal facts. So what season are we in right now? Oh, the season of giving. Nope. Season Spring. of love. This is a season of not giving up. <laughs> uh, season of love? No. It's Shamrock Shake season, baby. <laughs> God. I I would. I've never had one of those, and I wish I, I I will never have one. Oh, they're good. I can't have them anymore. So have one for me. I hope you burn in hell. <laughs> McDonald's shakes are like pretty disgusting. Yeah, oh, that's right. It's not a McDonald's shake. shake. It's a shamrock shake. 
yeah. from McDonald's. What's your point? Disgusting. Hey, what is your point, Mike? <laughs> point is- you never had it. It's a shamrock shake. It's green. Yeah, your it's shirt is green. Yeah. yeah. Okay, the shamrock shake. <laughs> There's not much information about the Shamrock Shake. Okay. <laughs> so you're going to hold back on it. <laughs> All I know is it tastes nasty, and it's gross looking, and it's the uh, worst time okay, of year. Okay, no. <laughs> There's not a lot. Uh, for one, you never had it, so you can't say it tastes nasty. Because it's delicious. It smells nasty. But the, his- the origins of the Shamrock Shake, there's not much to it. It was founded by a guy named Hal Rosen. <laughs> This is according to McDonald's website. They said he founded it he, in 1967. He it was an owner and operator of a McDonald's in Connecticut. And he did it to celebrate St. Patrick's Day. That makes sense. But then it kind of gets confusing because they said in 1970, Rogers Merchandising in Chicago created the Shamrock Shake uh, using James Brown executive artist family recipe. It's kind of confusing. McDonald's is giving credit to this Hal Rosen. I'm guessing he had like his own version and it was just like a green milkshake for St. Patrick's Day which what I kind of figured out. And then they came up with this Shamrock Shake in 1970 to sell it. But why did they promote the Shamrock Shake in 1970 nationwide? Why, Pat? Um, why? There was a lot of anti-Irish propaganda going around. No, that's just dumb. Um, no, so a young man by the name of Frank Hill, he was a tight end for the Philadelphia Eagles. Oh. His daughter was in the hospital, in Philadelphia Children's Hospital, uh, with leukemia. And Frank Hill noticed, like, hey, there's a lot of, like, families here that's sleeping in the hospitals because they can't afford a hotel. I thought you were going to say that are... it's a cure for cancer or something like that. All right, go on. Prove it's not. Uh, yeah. Uh, so he was like, we, we need to do something. Like, we've been in the in the hospital for three years. My daughter has leukemia, and we see all these families, and hotels are too expensive. So he's like, we need to do something. We need to help these families out. So he contacted Jim Murray, the GM of the Eagles at the time. He's like, hey, we need to raise money to do something for this. So he called his friend at McDonald's in advertising. He's like, hey, we want to raise money for people to have a place to stay while the kids are in the hospital that's like free of charge and it can help them out. And they're like, okay, what's the next promotion we got coming out is St. Patrick's Day. So why don't we sell the Shamrock Shake and a portion of the proceeds will go to fund a new charity for these families. So when they launched in 1970, they made enough money to buy the first Ronald McDonald House in Philadelphia, that opened in 1974. Did the That's creepy awesome. clown live in the house, though? <laughs> with the families? No, but... right. See, Mike I hates Shamrock so. Shakes, and it literally built a house to help children with cancer. So Yeah. He... Well, they said it was just the nearest holiday. I'm sure if it was like around Christmas, it would have been like the holiday pie. Uh, people nope. buying up the people, holiday pie. Do you hear how silly you sound right now? <laughs> yeah. Now they've said they've tried multiple other charities and holiday promotions throughout the year, and they all failed horribly, costing them millions of dollars. <laughs> okay. Really? And this is the only one that has ever made money. The Shamrock yeah. Shake. No, they but yeah, so they could have pro- done the McRib. 
McRib's not that old. This Shamrock Shake's over 50 years old. Another fascinating thing about the Shamrock Shake <laughs> is the original flavor was lemon-lime. That's, that's even it worse. Was le- <laughs> that's it was lemon-lime with vanilla ice cream. Oh, and then in 93, so it became a vanilla shake with just that like, green dye and eventually became the mint that we all love. All these sound terrible. <laughs> my, mint ice absurd. cream is delicious. <laughs> oh, my God. This is all gross. I haven't had a shamrock shake in at least two years, but definitely probably more than that. But I I will say, as a vegan, the shamrock shake is delicious. Damn, that is delicious. They have a chocolate one now, too, which isn't as good. Is it green? I'm going to get a shamrock shake tomorrow. That sounds good. Just stick it to the man. I think Mike needs to try one, but I feel like your mind is already made up. Yep. All right, if if I win this week... By a long shot, I'll buy a, I'll buy a Shamrock Shake. So wait, if you win, so wait, we have to. I want you to do this. I don't want to vote for you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, if I win, if I win big time by a, a three to one margin, then I will drink a Shamrock Shake. Real quick, who would have thought that the Shamrock Shake is older than Ziploc bags? That's true. Wow. Huh? Take that, Mike. You I, learn I'll every take day. It. And it's. And it's older than the animals that Pat spoke about. That's true. All those animals were created in the last, like, five years. Um, I just thought it was interesting that this went to the creation of the Ronald McDonald's house in, this, in like, 60 countries now and all over. That's awesome. See, they do some good. Yeah, they do some good things. Even the crappiest thing can do good. I agree with your sentiment. Mike hates, Mike hates, hates McDonald's. <laughs> Uh, the name of my fact is the Shamrock Shake is better than Mike. I'll I'll vote for that. <laughs> uh, so that's it. That's our three facts. You have family fun facts about animals with Pat slash Anosaurus slash Bloodshot Eyes. You have Zip It, and you also have the Shamrock Shake is better than Mike. So go over to factoffpodcast.com <laughs> and vote. You also vote on past episodes if you want to change the outcomes of those episodes. You can still vote. You can listen to past episodes. Uh, rate and review us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. It helps us somehow. I don't really know how. But supposedly it does. Uh, check us out on all the socials. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Not on TikTok because I don't understand it. And that's it. You Anybody ha- else have anything? You had your moment to... I... I- pitched a TikTok early on that the loser would have to do a TikTok. And I thought that was a great idea, but you were too scared to constantly make videos, so it didn't happen. <laughs> too scared I'm to constantly do any work. That's Alex. <laughs> Damn right. Hey, I come up with the theme, and that's it. If Mike loses this week, he has to make a TikTok of him drinking a shamrock shake. I agree. If I lose... Not if I win... Yeah, if you lose, you should have to do it. Not if you yeah, win. You don't no, no, do no. It. I already set the stakes. Yeah, but no one wants you to win now. <laughs> yes, they do. Win, do win, win. <laughs> no, I'm not voting for you. I'm actually going to vote this week. Hey, can uh, this is a public service announcement. Can someone vote for Alex? It's been so I long. I don't need your pity. Yeah, he doesn't like pity votes. When you do vote, tweet at us. Say, this was a pity vote. <laughs> Yeah. No. No. (laughs) That's all I have. You guys have a good night. Or day.
Goodbye.